This Wellness Couch podcast brought to you by our brand new Facebook group called The Wellness Couch Tribe. Come join us and chat about any episode at any time. Keep up to date with all our events and connect with a like-minded group of wellness enthusiasts just like you. To join The Wellness Couch Tribe, simply search for The Wellness Couch Tribe on Facebook. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart. Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. I'm really, really fired up today and I'm probably going to be quite emotional on this show because it's touched my heart. It's something that I have watched my beloved partner of 25 years deal with too many times that I care to mention and an incident happened in Adelaide last Saturday night in Australia that involved this amazing lady, young lady, human being who I am privileged to know and call friend. I've invited her to speak to me about it with the object of being able to make a difference, making people aware, educating people as to what's really going on out there and hoping that we can stop this from ever happening again. So without further ado, please welcome to Wendy's Way, Rachel Leacar. Yay! Hello! Hello, Rach, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Oh, pleasure. Thanks for um, having me on and giving me a platform to talk about this. Absolutely. And I am very privileged. I know you've been all over mainstream media, but my little podcast is very humbled to have you on. And I wish... Uh, Yeah, it's an issue I think everyone um, cares about and feels strongly about. Absolutely. And I wish we were speaking under better circumstances, Rach, but speaking to you anytime is always awesome. But I really think (laughs) it's important that people... People hear what happened and are made aware. So may I ask you to please tell my listeners what happened to you on Saturday night in Adelaide, please. Yes, okay. So um, on Sunday, actually. Sorry, Sunday. Um, my bad. My bad. Right. Sunday. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, it can happen anytime. Sure. Uh, we're talking about discrimination here. So I was out with my nonna for a lovely day out at, at a fringe show um, and we were just on our way to that. And I thought it would take too long on public transport, so I decided to order an Uber in the city um, to go to Theberton, which is not even, I think, a 10-minute trip in the car. Um, And this Uber arrived, and I called him, and I asked him where he was, and he said he was across the road at King William Travel. So I I had to go. Um, At this stage, he didn't know that I was legally blind, so I don't really have an issue with this at all because that was the direction we were meant to be going. Anyway, yes, so yes. I asked some people around me and I said, can you see this car? Um, we're looking for this. And someone did help me and my nonna across the road. And while I was on the phone with this driver, I asked him, can you see me? I've got my guide dog with me and my grandma. Uh-huh. And he didn't actually answer. He didn't respond. Oh, but then okay. this man, yeah, yeah, it was really weird. Um, and then this man said, oh, I can see the car, and and I said, okay, we can see you, so we'll come over to you. Yes. Um, next minute, I'm I'm at the car, and I open the door, and I'm taking Ella's harness off, ready to get in, because um, she just sits in the footwell usually in yes. the front front seat of the car, um, and I just hear him say, no, 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 I can't take dogs, and I I 
thought, oh, okay, he's just misunderstanding the situation. So I said, sure. she's a guide dog, so um, she's allowed in the car. And he said, oh, no, I'm not, I don't take any dogs in my car, you know. And I sort of was a bit more firm. I said, look, this is against the rules. You have to take her. She's my guide dog. She's not just a regular dog. And he said, no, no, it's too expensive to clean the car. And I was just in such disbelief. I said, well, I have to report this because it is against the rules and Uh against the law. Yes. Um, And he just didn't care. He he wasn't even listening. He was just like, no, no, taking the dog. So slammed the door and... Um, burst into tears because yeah. I was just really emotional. Yeah, I was really yeah, stressed yeah. out that day. Yeah. So, yeah. And I thought, how can a person be this ignorant? Like, yeah. um, and just to say it's too expensive to clean the car and no explanation, nothing, just see you later. Um, that's just, anyway. That, that's just crazy, Rachel. That's just insane. Now, can we tell everyone what kind of dog beautiful Ella is, please? <laughs> Yeah, she's a seven-year-old golden retriever, and she's just beautiful. And she is adorable. And I've, you know, I've been, I've met Ella, and even though I'm scared of dogs, she's one dog I'm not scared of at all. So <laughs> I'm very comfortable with her. And I've been in yeah. Ella's company, and Rachel, I can't believe she would actually shed much anyway, even in a ten-minute car ride. That's not going to happen. No, no. I seriously think someone's muddy shoes would leave more of a mess than she does. Yes, yes. Groomed all the time. Yes. Specifically, she's specifically trained and and taken well care of for these situations. So she's not just any dog and I can't get around without her. She's my eyes. So, you know, if you take her away and my access to these public services, because there have been some arguments um, of people that say, well, this is a private car. I know people should be able to choose if there's a dog in their car, but she's not just any dog. And, you know, guide dogs are allowed for any public service, which is what they're offering. And it's what they've agreed to in the Uber guidelines. It says they have to accept service dogs. So he obviously didn't get the message. And Rachel, obviously, I'm assuming Uh like when you go to get a license or, you know, when you sign up to become an Uber driver or even, you know, like a a limo driver or a taxi driver or anything like that, you would have to have some form of training, some guidelines around, you know, Uh animals like Ella who you can't live without. You know, Ella Ella is your eyes, as you've said. Yeah, obviously I haven't been through that training process because I can't get an Uber driver's license. But um, (laughs) they they did assure me because... I reported it to Uber okay. and they replied very quickly. They were very prompt to give me a response and ask me what happened. So I told them what happened over the phone. And, yes. Um, mm-hmm. They were very understanding. They said they're sorry this has happened and that they'll be you know, in touch soon. And they sent me an email later yes. on saying that they can't tell me what happens with this particular driver, sure. but um, after a first offence, this person will get a video shown to them um, and they'll have to complete a quiz and get 90% or more. They have to review and, and you know, agree to the Uber Guidelines and the Discrimination Act of 1992 oh, again. Um, but if it's their second offence, they actually get removed from the driver app permanently. Wow. So it's not like there's nothing in place to stop it happening. But I really wish that, you know, this training, this quiz or whatever it is would happen 
for the first defence yes. in the initial training, and that's what I'm asking for. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, you can't be, sadly, I'm sure as I've watched your social media go through, and full disclosure, my amazing husband manages Rachel and helps her with her career and, you know, her talent. So we've seen what's happened on social media this week, and there must be other stories, Rachel, of other people who've encountered the same, you know, issues, with it, whether it be Uber or a taxi or something uh-huh. like that that's come out in this week. Yeah, there's always, always stories because it just happens all the time oh and I'm, I'm not sure what we can do to stop it from yeah. happening because it, yeah. it's just too common. It's not like this is the first. And it's the second time it's happened to me too with Uber, but um, it does happen in taxis and restaurants. Just a couple of weeks ago there was a local restaurant that didn't allow a guide dog in and now they're actually giving people with guide dogs free meals. But oh, <laughs> seriously, uh, it should be one of the first things you learn. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, I didn't realise this had happened to you before and that that really distresses me, you know, and I'm going to have Duncan come and speak on the show after, you know, I've interviewed you. He's going to be part of this show as well. And I've watched Duncan, who is also legally blind, manoeuvre this for the last 25 years of us being together. And it's not pleasant. And I can only only imagine, Rachel, you're in the city, it's crowded, there's a lot going on around you. You know, you're probably feeling a little bit vulnerable, a little bit, you know, you're with your nonna, you're trying to look after nonna, you're looking after yourself, you're looking after Ella. To have this happen, I can't even imagine the emotion you must have been going through. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. And it's, it's. I don't know, it, it just snapped something in me. I think I was yes. so stressed out and anxious. And, yes. and now I'm, I'm finding myself whenever I go somewhere new or if I order a taxi or Uber, um, which is the only way I can really get around if yes. I don't want to catch a bus for an hour or, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. Yeah, so I'm finding myself wondering, am I going to have to fight for my rights today? Am I? Is this going to be a fight? And no. I'm not a confrontational person. I hate no. having to tell people off or, you know, yeah. tell someone what they, their responsibilities are, yeah. especially because I know they probably won't listen. Exactly. And, Rachel, you know, we all take these things for granted. We can just get in our cars or get on public transport and go. No one's, you know, just because mm-hmm. we're sighted, no one's going to question us or, you know, say you can't take your bag or you can't do this or something like that. Yes, there are rules yeah. to everything. I appreciate that. But you, this is your right. You are, you know, you are not, you are not, you should not be restricted in any way to move around and live life and, you know, go to events or go to concerts or just go for a shop mm-hmm. or whatever you want to do. And, you know, you shouldn't mm. have to, you shouldn't have to even have that thought that, am I going to have to fight for your rights today? That just breaks my no. heart, Rachel. That's just horrid. Yeah, and it is discrimination. And I think it is just a matter of education. Yes. Um, I think this driver, the, the reason was pathetic. You know, it's too too expensive to clean the car. Well, she doesn't, doesn't leave that much mess at all. No. So. Um, I think it just needs to be educated and, and all people who, you know, think that she would leave a big mess. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't know what to do anymore. It's, yeah. it's such a prevalent issue. And, you know, what, um, Rachel, it shouldn't stop you from living your life. It shouldn't stop you from wanting to go out with your friends or family or just, you know, go out by yourself to do whatever you need to do to live life in whichever way you want to live it. It shouldn't. This should not be an issue for you in any way, shape or form. Yeah, exactly. And some people have said, like, could you alert the driver before they get there that you have a guide dog? And and there is actually an option on Uber that yes. says Uber Assist that 
can deal with people with special needs right. um, if they have them. But if I just want to, you know, catch a regular Uber, I don't really need any assistance, really. She just sits in the footwell. That's so, right. That's right. And they do agree to take and So um, I'm trying to remember what <laughs> I was going with this one. But it's I all got right, so much Rachel. To say it's all it. right. It's all yeah, right. Um, some people have commented, um, oh, what are they called? <laughs> I'm getting so muddled. Um, yeah, just with the the Uber Assist. Yes. But uh, oh, sorry, I've forgotten. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you were saying that you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to tell oh, that's Uber right. Assist yes, that's that you right. have a guide dog. You know, that's your right as a human being. Yeah. And like, even, yeah, you know, even this guy when he rocked up to pick you up on Sunday with Nana, you know have some human decency have some compassion some empathy just be yeah. a good human being you know yeah you know i don't it's think not, he's you know, ever really it's he's not, ever really been around a person yeah, with a disability yeah. maybe fair um, enough but you know surely to goodness in the normal uber training there should be a, a segment or a video or whatever it is they're supposed to know that you know that service dogs are a thing and they have to accept it and they have to be ready to take that yeah, exactly. And I remember what I was going to say because you did remind me. Go for it, um, That I, I shouldn't have to put it, you know, in the app beforehand um, for someone to take me because that would be like telling them that I'm, you know, a white female or, you know, what my sexual orientation yes. is. It's just something yes. that is the rules and, you know, you shouldn't discriminate who you can and can't take in your car. Exactly. If I said that I was, you know, Asian, would would there be people that go, oh, no, they're dirty, they're going to dirty my <laughs> You know what I mean? Like exactly. it's encouraging discrimination if yeah. I have to claim what my right is. No, and no one, you know, no one should have to say what they are, whether we're black, white, yellow, green, purple, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever and part of someone the... just saying, no, you can't, you can't use this service. Correct. It's just, you know, um, uh, look. Which, sorry, go, Rachel, yeah. go, go. Uh, I was just going to say last night, even just last night, um, I ordered a cab this is a cab and ages I actually put a note on there that said passenger with a guide dog and for ages no one accepted the job and then Uh. someone did accept it and then cancelled it straight away (laughs) I had to actually cancel the job and then you know make another job without that note on it because no one was coming oh my goodness This is just horrendous, Rachel. This is, you know, a much bigger problem than we even realise, honestly. Those of us who don't, you know, who don't live in your world and don't understand, we need to be aware. We need to be educated. You know, we have to we have to make sure everybody knows this so that you don't, you know, you don't ever feel like this and like to have to fight for your rights just to, you know, go out every day. That's ridiculous. It's just insane. I can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah, I mean, initially it's frustrating, but it's beyond frustrating. Oh, no, this is... Especially to know that other people are going through this in, maybe in a worse situation than me. So, yes. oh, it's just sad. It is, Rachel. It really is. And, you know, what What I really admire about you is I know this was awful on Sunday. I, I've been part of this week with you, you know, watching you be on yeah. TV and be on radio and every interview, you know, you're just... You're there, you're so, you know, you're the most unconfrontational person on the planet that I know, really, seriously. Uh, I hate it. I know, right? Sometimes I wish we could be a bit more. Yeah, oh, gosh. Well, this is why I have a stage name, I think, because I I can just sort of jump into that personality and jump out of it and just become my my mousy self again. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. But what I wanted to finish my thought was, I think you've been so inspiring this week because you've got on the front foot, you're turning this horrible negative into some form of positive, making everyone aware, bringing awareness, bringing education and, you know, speaking out against this kind of discrimination because it's just not on. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. No. Oh. <laughs> And I, thank you, you Wendy and Duncan, for all your support during this week. Always. It's, it's gone from just a ranty Facebook status <laughs> to blown up no, so big into... And I can yeah. tell you, you know, personally, you know my my cousins in Adelaide. You met Isaac, my lovely mm. cousin. He was so incensed for you. I got mm. so many messages and he straight away messaged me and said, if Rachel ever needs me to take her anywhere, just let her know. I'll come day or night. And I know, you know you've I've had, had so many messages yes, like that. Yep, it's yep. so lovely. I've seen that on your social media this week. And, it's yeah. you know, there is so many good people out there. Majority of people are good. And, you know, I'm not saying mm. people are bad, but there's people who are perhaps unaware aware that you know that's why I wanted you to come on the podcast today come on the show today and lend your voice and you know be the voice of education and reason and get people to think and just be more aware yeah exactly and I hope those people that do you know think that way that this will maybe change their mind a little bit and maybe even get them to look up some information about this case and yes think about their behavior in the future Absolutely. And when this show goes live, I'm going to put, you know, some links to the advertiser article and all your, you know, your all your media articles that went out and, you know, all your appearances as well. So people can see what, you know, what you're dealing with and feel the emotion of it. Because I can tell you, I just burst into tears when I read that, what Aww. happened on Sunday night. Because, and I think because I know you, you know, you're like a little sister. It's kind of a feel very protective of you. And all I could think of was, how dare anyone do that to my, to our Rachel? You would have, you would have given them what for them. Oh, I reckon, I reckon, Rachel, <laughs> let me tell you if I'm ever around you and any shit like that goes down, sorry for swearing, but, you know, God help them because they'll have to get through me first. So. So, you know, oh, but I, yeah, you know, I wish I'd just, wish I'd just gone in the car and be like, no, you're taking me. Yeah, <laughs> right. But then you kind of don't want to be in that negative environment anyway. So, yeah, you know, no. Yeah. no, I've been in that. Actually, I've had to, um, cause you know how I get taxi vouchers and yes. we'll get these as well. Um, sometimes they don't recognize them interstate. And there was one oh. driver who said, no, I'm not taking you, um, because I don't accept these vouchers. And, once again, I had to fight for that, yep. but then he drove off. He and came back when I rebooked the taxi oh and said God. to us, oh, my, my boss explained it to me. Oh, my God. And we're like, but you said that in your 30 years of taxi, you never seen her. He's like, no, 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 get in, I'll take the job. Oh my and it was God. about an hour car ride. Oh, my <laughs> so God. So it was the most awkward, silent oh. car ride Can, can I just tell you, I mean, Duncan, will, Duncan will vouch for this as well. Duncan has experienced the same thing. Because, oh. you know, because you know how oh. you get a discounted taxi card from the government. You yeah. have that. Plus you get these vouchers. He's been refused service with the vouchers. And oh. it's like, but it's paid for. You're getting paid anyway. Don't you understand? And yeah, we've what had is to, this? Yeah, we've had to fight for that, you know, coming home from Melbourne Airport. So, you know, oh. it's just, oh, my God, this story has so many levels and so many layers. And I know once people hear this, I'm going to hear more stories of, sadly, how people have been discriminated against. And I really really want to thank you for being part of this episode of Wendy's Way and coming and sharing your story so that we can stop this from happening again, Rachel, in some way, shape or form. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks for having me on and giving a voice to these very important issues. Absolutely, absolutely. 
In part two of this podcast, I'm joined by my dearest darling husband of nearly 23 years this Sunday. We've been together for 25 years. Duncan is also legally blind. And in our time together, I have watched him also experience the discrimination that Rachel spoke about earlier in this podcast. So welcome to the episode, Dunk. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for agreeing to be part of this. I know it's, you know... I know you've been really affected by what's happened to Rachel last week and you've been helping her deal with it. And I've been watching both of you manoeuvre everything and all the emotions that's come with it. And now it's brought up a lot of stuff for you as well. Certainly it has. What Rachel has gone through, I've certainly experienced the same kind of scenarios with taxis and other situations. So it's actually very dear to my heart too to make sure that this 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 issue is discussed, is out in the public eye, so we can make sure that it doesn't happen to other people like Rachel and people like myself who do suffer from an eye condition or for anyone that is actually affected by a disability. Exactly. So let's go back one step. I know you're I know you're classified legally blind, but can you tell my listeners exactly what your condition is and how much sight you actually have, please? Okay, well, I was born with advanced cataracts when I was born. Um, I had no sight at all. I was very lucky that I could be operated on and had about 14 eye operations by the time I was 12, which did give me some, you know, uh, uh, more than 50% sight, and my right eye is better than my left eye. Uh, So I can get around normally like most people can. However, uh, I can't drive a car. It's about the only thing I can't do. Yeah, legally you can't drive Well, no, that's right. Yes, yes, exactly right. Exactly but right. To just, just clear that up for us, how much sight do you have in each eye? I have about 80% in my right eye and yep. probably 30, 30% in my left eye. Yes. My so, left eye is pretty useless. So. Sure, but you can do just about everything. I know you play tennis better than me. I know you can do a lot of, you know, things that fully sighted people and people with no vision and you can do them just as well. And I've never, oh, ever, ever seen, you know, I've never, sorry, seen, don't mean to be using those words, but I've never, ever felt that you have a disability or anything. Even when we were going out, I think it took me like four weeks to ask you why you didn't drive because I just didn't think it was an issue or it was a problem. And you never certainly, you know, gave me the impression that your vision was ever an issue. And I remember that conversation going, so why don't you drive? Well, it's funny because, I mean, I've always been very independent, whether even at a very young age, catching public transport and all of that. So it possibly doesn't come across. Um, you know, it does come across, unfortunately, sometimes uh, if, if, if and many times has happened in the past, I have to explain to potential employers that I don't drive a car. So then the eyesight does get raised. Um, and that has been to my detriment on numerous occasions, unfortunately. Um, but that's, un- that's the society we live in these days. So, but I don't let it affect me that much. I try to say, well, look, you know, I can do these things. I know I'm capable of doing these things. And I don't let my eyesight be a disadvantage to what I can achieve in the world. So, um, but it does affect me uh, subconsciously and it does affect me uh, when specific issues do come up. 
Exactly. And I know when Rachel contacted us on that Sunday night and we heard what had happened, we were both extremely upset. I know I burst into tears. You were very emotional about it. And we really had to take a moment to gather ourselves, gather our thoughts so that we could, you know, make a change, make a difference, educate people, empower people. And that's what Rachel was speaking about earlier in this podcast. And that's why I wanted you to come on with a different point of view, because I've been in a taxi with you as well, where it hasn't been, you know, back in the day, where it hasn't been the lovely people that look after us now. No. And they've refused to take your discount, you know, your government allocated discount taxi card. Correct. And you you are also given vouchers like Rachel yes. to use. Yes. And people have refused you service as well. You know, and I've seen, you know, I've watched you be discriminated when we've been together. And, okay, we fire up and, you know, we go back at them. But, mm. you know, you don't really want to get in a car with someone you've just had Well, exactly. Argue. You know, you want, you want it to be a good experience. You know, yeah. you're... you're a, you're, they're looking after you. You expect them to look after you properly. Yes. Um, and we've, I've had, you know, numerous occasions where they haven't accepted the card because their machine doesn't work or yeah. the vouchers that they should carry they don't carry or the vouchers that they do carry, they're like, oh, it's too hard to fill in, just pay me cash. Yes, and they've asked you for cash and, you know, we don't always have that on exactly us in right. this cashless society that we live of in course, kind of thing. Of course, so, yeah. you know, but I've watched you deal with all of this and I just want to, you know, I want to go back to the emotions you were feeling feeling when Rachel let you know what was happening. I know you were really, really upset. And how did it make you feel? Because I really want our listeners sure. to understand how being, you know, when you someone you really care about and, you know, we love Rachel, both of us love Rachel, and to hear what she went through and to hear her tell us the story and to watch her be so brave last week and Absolutely. go on television, oh radio and everything. How did it make you feel? Well, look, when I initially heard about it, I was like, I was shocked. I was like, this is 2019. What is going on here, guys? This is crazy. This is, this shouldn't happen anymore. And I, I, you know, it took me back to the times when I was refused taxis and things like that. And I actually felt quite sad, quite emotional about the whole thing. And I was like, my God, and more to the fact that it, because I work with Rachel every day, that this should happen to her. Um, I was, I was quite affected by it all. And uh, then we we decided, look, let, let's let's make an issue out of this. Let's see where this can go. And it, working with her every day, every hour of every day last week, uh, organising interviews and helping her get on get onto radio, get her onto TV and other places. Um, I felt that I was part of this campaign as well. I felt that we were making a difference. We we're having having an effect. And I was really like to thank all those outlets out there that really helped us saw the issue and were very gracious in having Rachel on also gave her the platform especially on channel 10 and channel 7 to be able to express what had happened and for us to be not obviously myself as much as Rachel but be be a a voice out there to help all those other people that go through this every day and Wendy was very much with me too because she's experienced this with me and we know that we we were both very affected by this and we, we were just both dumbfounded to know that this is actually happening and especially to someone we know. So, And I'd very much like to thank you, Wendy, for having me on Wendy's Way, for certainly for having Rachel on Wendy's Way so we can share this issue around and make sure that all the people that are out there that are get affected by this can see that this is such an important fact and we ha- there are people here that are concerned about it. I'd like to say thank you to you uh, for all your help 
with what I have gone through and also for making this such an important issue out there and taking it out to the podcast and taking it out to the wellness couch. So we can all share this issue and we can obviously get some feedback on it too in due course. You are so welcome, Bob. It was the least I could do. We are in this together always. And I'm getting all emotional. But anyway, I just want to say that the object of having you and Rachel on today was to educate everybody, to make sure everyone is aware. We make sure this never happens again. So thank you so much for adding your bit to this podcast. Your voice is very important in this whole situation. And I'm glad that we could take something so negative and turn it into, you know, a thing of empowerment for Rachel, for you, and for anybody else who is ever discriminated against. So thank you very much for coming on the show and adding your thoughts to it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. It has been my absolute pleasure to bring it to you. Please consider giving me a like on iTunes. Please subscribe to my podcast. Leave a review. Please share this episode on your social media. And I really ask you to click share and share this with everybody that you know so that we can make sure that Rachel and Duncan's voices are heard and this never, ever happens again. I would really love it if you would share it on all your social media and help me spread not only this podcast but all the Wendy's Way messages. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and check out my website www.wendysway.com.au. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of my show. Until then, please remember that it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves and to all those around you always. Thank you for listening and bye for now. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Couch podcast. Did you know we've launched a brand new Facebook group where you can chat about any episode you like with a tribe of like-minded people? The group is called The Wellness Couch Tribe and it's an inspirational digital meeting place to connect with like-minded wellness lovers just like you. To locate it and to come join us, simply search for The Wellness Couch Tribe wherever you enjoy Facebook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.